Welcome to the South Road Boys. Oh, shit. I'm, everything's going everywhere already. I'm Joe. <laughs> started strong. I'm Troy. What did you drop? The bottle top lid that I was playing with in my fingers. Oh, so, oh, it's all what, turned tits up already. Things have gone crazy in uh, Studio SR. Studio SR, <laughs> things have gotten fucked up. Well, how's this? Okay, you're going to be okay yeah. there. Like, if you drop something, it's not vital, obviously. No, it's okay. I'm fine. I'm good. Right Thanks, right. mate. Good. How good, you doing? Good. I'm good, mate. I do care for you, as you can see. There is there is genuine care and emotion. I really do appreciate it. Ah, that's good. Now, before we get going, <laughs> okay, since we're starting off on a serious note already, are no, we? no, no. Um, okay, I've got to try to remember this. Oh, wow. <laughs> what memories? What do you call Gandhi, who walked a long way, didn't? have a great diet and oh it's a shit joke I can't remember it <laughs> you can't even remember the joke this is terrible <laughs> and you are good at jokes I am but anyway the punchline is a super calloused fragile mystic with extra halitosis <laughs> if you can make up the rest of the joke okay. at the start of that <laughs> is that is that really that's our launch that's how we're starting this show <laughs> with a half joke <laughs> That I'm making someone else ask the question. (laughs) That I'm not even finding funny. (laughs) Oh, wow. So, at the moment, uh, the bottle top that you dropped, that's the highlight of the show so far. (laughs) That's the best part. You know what? Fucking, I was trying to do something funny to try and get to today's date being (laughs) fun fact holiday. I tried to create a little joke, a little bit of, you know, um, and it is fucking fresh breath day. Fresh breath yes. day. You know what else it is? I decided I was going to try and fuck you at your own game this week. <laughs> Learn to podcast day. No, guess what today is? A fresh breath day. In 1945, on this day, yes. August 6th, yes. The big USA dropped the bomb on Hiroshima. Kabam! On this day. Wow. And I don't reckon they were really that worried if they had fresh breath. <laughs> oh, the Americans or the Japanese? I don't reckon either of them were that concerned. So today was the day that was effectively ending or the beginning of the end of World War Two. Well, yeah, and uh, but they, I know there's a lot of people that reckon that it actually started off the Cold War, though. And I must admit, I don't know a lot about the Cold War. I just heard that many times. But, yeah, pretty much the end of World War Two was today. Mr. Oppenheimer's invention got its stretched its legs for the first time and almost made Japan no more. Mm, only nation have ever dropped or used atomic weaponry during wartime. Yeah. Use it casually everywhere else. Yeah, like you, you wouldn't you know, use it during peacetime, would you? No, like just, you know, it's like, uh, you know how you go out with your mates when you're a little bit drunk? Yes. You know, you put a couple of bottles on the fence <laughs> and you shoot bottles. You get all the, the big uh, execs yeah. in the USA, just cruise that Arizona way. You know, let's just drop a couple of bombs, kids. You know what, in the United States... and Have a few brewskis. You could testify to this because 
when you went to Vegas, you could spend a couple of hundred bucks and they will let you fire almost any particular weapon you want. This is true. I wonder how much you have to pay someone to go, can I set off a nuke? <laughs> yeah, just just a, a baby A-bomb. Look, it's the first letter. It can't be that big. <laughs> I don't want an M or a P-bomb. <laughs> I could drop an F-bomb if you like. <laughs> <laughs> or a C-bomb. Oh, oh, no one wants that. No. So, yeah, 1945. August 6th. 1945. A year to remember. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. that's... um. I, you know what? We get long okay now, so that's fine. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I don't think it's probably one of our shining moments in history. Um, But I suppose, it, in hindsight, it probably killed a lot less people if, than if the war had have gone on. Jeez, that's making a positive out of a negative, isn't well, it? Well... It's the only way you can look at it, because it's a little bit like if you're uh, if you're having a bit of a a bit of a scuffle out on the front yard with maybe the the neighbour's kid. Yes, right. And I'm talking back when we were kids. Yes, suddenly getting a bit of a scuffle. Right, and nothing's going to stop that. Like it doesn't matter. You got a few other kids around. They're cheering you on, and then someone's dad comes the out. The jumper punch says, "Fucking stop that!" Yes. It stops. Yeah, their dads back when we were kids were basically the atomic bomb of World War Two. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I, you know what? I get what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they just they're big, they're bold, and they just fucking stop it. Mm. But do you reckon though that that actually? I mean, that's one of the theories is that by dropping that bomb and killing the hundreds of thousands of people that that nuclear weapon did potentially saved a lot more people in the long run. I have read that and heard that before. Yes. yes. And look, that's probably very true. Um, World War Two was not a shining light in human history. No, but um, we can all say that, you know, Hitler started it. Bloody Nazis. And he got killed, so suckers yeah, on him. Did. It's only because he had a bad moustache and one nut. So. <laughs> <laughs> no one loves a one nut Nazi. <laughs> one nut Nazi. It really sounds like a serial. <laughs> welcome to the one nut Nazi. I think it's someone that Nazi's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I suppose you know we would. Oh, sorry, I just suddenly realised. Do you want some milk on your one nuts? Oh, oh. no, thanks. It just, it just <laughs> goes down the the rabbit hole very, very quickly. Oh, yeah, I'll have the one nut Nazi with uh, with some milk, <laughs> or maybe with some cream of some young guy. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> Here I was. There was a shout out to Wayne's World. If here I was throwing a little bit of history into the podcast, yes. and before you know it, we're talking about semen munching Nazis. <laughs> Look, this is where our podcast can go, and, and I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed for you <laughs> and, and for me. I'm ashamed for the roadies out there that are listening to this right now. Oh, just uh, uh. speaking of bombs, did you see um, just recently in the news um, there was a. Uh, an issue that they had at one of the airports where a um, police were called because someone... Where a police were called. Where police were called because there was a handwritten note underneath the passenger's name that said, Bomb to Brisbane. (laughs) So police... Bomb to Brisbane. Sorry, just jump back again. So where was this note? Where was this letter? Um, It was taped to 
a bag at the Bris Vegas yep. airport. Cool. So I'm going to assume that um, this is possibly someone who can't spell, perhaps? Well, no, because apparently what people didn't realise was it originated in India, the bag, and it was going to Brisbane. And it was a... It wasn't actually written Brisbane. It was B-R-I-S. And it was a lost bag. Bombay to Brisbane. Bombay to Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, when when some of the other passengers oh, wow. saw it, they were like, ah! <laughs> um, And they thought it might have oh, been a joke. Yeah, so there you go. Oh, um, Bombay to Brisbane. That's brilliant. But what they what no one could work out is how it made it all the way from India to Brisbane without someone going, "What the deuce?" <laughs> <laughs> Even the AFP oh. got involved and it was cordoned off and all that kind of stuff. Yes, but Bombay to Brisbane. Uh, oh, that's brilliant, yeah. Mother. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Bomb the Brisbane. Bomb the Brisbane. <laughs> if you were going to bomb somewhere, though, it wouldn't be Brisbane, would it? I know, they, look, you'd think it'd have gone off by now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, going but how long's the timer on a, on a bomb these days? <laughs> and Brisbane of all places, like... And I mean, imagine if you did set a timer, right? You set a timer. Yes. Uh, and then the bomb ends up travelling, say, the last league on Jetstar. Oh, fuck. But it's delayed seven hours. So it blows up Jakarta. So it goes off, like, <laughs> goes off way early. Late. <laughs> but I'm like, Damn you, Jetstar. You screwed us again. <laughs> Let's fly, Jetstar. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Now, one thing before we go any further, I got contacted by a roadie during the week. Oh. Uh, the good doctor, Dr. Bob. I did. I did. <laughs> nice. Now, a few roadies may recall back, and I reckon it was probably about episode 10. It's a long way oh, back. Oh, it's an eon ago. It's a lifetime ago. We were ago. talking about Boxing Day cricket and... Uh, and there was Dr. Bob. Not a doctor. And the joke was, um, yeah, Dr. Bob is a, is a nurse. Yes. So the, the doctor is not a yes. doctor, he's a nurse. Um, and that kind of just carried on for a while. And um, it's actually nice to hear that Bob's actually been listening. He, he sent me a message as well saying that he's enjoying this. Yeah, so, so big shout out to Bob. It's good. Um, but he let me know that we need to be having conversations with muffs. Because. How is that going to happen? Because I don't even know where he is. Well, well, maybe Bob can help us out on this one, because you and I had a conversation just recently about my love, and I think most Tasmanians love for national pies. Ah, uh, I know the story you're going to touch on here. Yes. Well, uh. apparently, Mrs. Muffs worked at National Pies. Yes. She can tell us how the pie is made. <laughs> <laughs> So, Mrs. Muffs, if you're listening, probably not your real name. <laughs> Mrs. Muffs. She probably doesn't go by that. Mrs. What's your name? Mrs. Muffs? Uh, can I just say also that Muffins also is not the real name of the person in question. I think Marie's her name, but I prefer Mrs. Muffs. Miss, Mrs. Muffs, it sounds... Mrs. Muffs. It sounds quite bakery-ish, doesn't Mrs. it? Mrs. Muffs like, Pies. Yeah, it nearly sounds like something that uh, you'd get in one of the old uh, nursery rhymes or fables from way back. Mind you, we could start a new game. Bake, <laughs> could we? Bakery or brothel. Bakery or brothel. <laughs> Mrs. Muffs. Like Mrs. Muffs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mrs. Muff. Mrs. Muffs Pies. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, nah. Gets dicey. Anyway, so Muffs, if you're listening, Marie, if you're listening as well, Mrs. Muffs, if you know how the pie's made, we 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 need to talk. <laughs> so yeah, send us a message. We want to know. Look, we'll um we'll pay you bucks. Oh, two fifty. No, I'd pay a four dollars fifty. That's the cost of a national pie. I oh, see. I was thinking two hundred and fifty. I thought it was worth something. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. But now look at if, if you came with four fifty, yeah. we'll go with that. Four two twenty five each. Yeah. No, four dollars fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're at. <laughs> we can do that. Look, oh, I'm happy to bring the price down. Yeah. It's not an issue. How about we start at four dollars fifty and work our way up and negotiate from that there? Sounds like a plan. I like it. <laughs> Mrs. Muffs. The pies in your court. <laughs> mm. uh, excellent. Now, you, my friend, had something oh, you were telling no. me to start off with, but you said, no, I'll wait. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's kind of silly. Uh, I wish I'd actually kept it. Um, it's kind It's kind of silly, as opposed to the other highbrow things that we discuss. This is very true. <laughs> Can't deny that. But... Because I was waiting for you, we were running a little bit late tonight. You had a, a few things you were doing, yes. and then you had a phone call you were in the midst of. Yes. So I was waiting. So I was sitting here with the audio ready to go and the microphone in front of me, and I've got the screen there waiting to see your gorgeous, pasty, red-headed face. Ooh. And in my head, zombie, the song zombie. Star Trek just started appearing. Star Trek across, across the, the universe. universe. Always From going forward. Starship Enterprise. And- I, I know the way <laughs> yeah, yes. you know, yeah. Yeah, I'm the Stutcher Banner Prize, I'm the Captain Kirk. So I started singing that, and then I just kept overlapping it with different tones of voice. And in the finish, I had about 15 of me singing the same song. Please tell me you and recorded I was, it. I did, but I got rid of it. I didn't say Oh, it. dude. Um, but it was so funny. It was so much fun. Um, look, I'll do it again, because I, I was really enjoying it. Um, it's funny how it doesn't take a lot to entertain me. This is the person we're dealing with here. Um, but the reason, the reason I'm getting there. Oh, look, a sunken castle. <laughs> yeah. Is it John Luke Picard's coming back? Yes, I saw that. I think. The captain from Next Generation, Patrick Stewart, is coming back to be Jean Luc Picard one more time. It's just got me giddy with excitement. Oh, there was a collective <laughs> of nerds everywhere who just went. <sighs> Hey, say what now? Because I personally believe now I am opening myself up to ridicule. Ooh. I'm probably putting my family in danger. I believe he would be oh. my favourite captain of all time. I know that's not a bad thing. Oh, there's people out there who get quite, I know they're quite surly. They get their nerd rage on. Yeah, but geez, he was good. He was so good. Yeah, I, I look. I think it's really cool because all the captains that have come through mm. have all had their real positives. Like there hasn't been one where I've gone, "Oh, that's just crap." Took me a, like I cannot stand that person. Took me a while to warm up the Janeway though. I really see. I thought Janeway was pretty cool. Yeah, but I found her because I quite like Patrick Stewart or Jean Luc. We'll call him Jean Luc. Jean-Luc had the ability to make a decision, like just fucking get it done. Sometimes I felt like Janeway just limped in with a pair of twos. Like she just, she just bit soft. Oh, a bit soft. Yeah, I don't know. I, I actually thought she was really good. Yes. I um I actually watched uh, like two nights ago, uh, I rewatched Discovery. 
digs you now. Yes. Like as in the movie, the, like the whole. Oh, the movie, not the new TV series. No, no. Um, yes. Right, Star Trek Discovery. Yes, the remake from what would that have been? Sixteen. Two thousand. Sixteen. Would it have been sixteen? Okay, I was going to say fourteen. There you go. Yeah, I think it was sixteen. Hmm. Um, it must have been because in that they paid homage to Leonard Nimoy passing, and uh, they called course. it. Yep. And they called him Ambassador Spock. Yep. And we already had a Spock in there. We had the young guy who was playing Spock. I um, I actually really love how um, they're actually able to connect the old series with the new series. Yes. Mind you, I, I did... thought they did incredibly well. I did have to have a conversation with my wife saying, no, in this one, Leonard Nimoy is not Spock as we know Spock. He's Ambassador Spock. Spock's just like their last name. Like... <laughs> The Spock that you're watching, the young Spock, he is Spock. He's not son of he's not son of, son of Spock. Doesn't get confusing at all, does it? And then at I all. realized halfway through me mansplaining this because I think I did. Um, so sorry, love. Um, <laughs> um, I I think I noticed once her eyes started to roll in the back of her head that one, stop mansplaining, and two, mansplaining Star Trek. Not any sexier. <laughs> you know what else isn't sexier? You know how um, how you were saying that there were so many nerds that would possibly threaten your family and go nuts over the fact that you said your favourite captain yes. is John Luke? Yes. Which you'll also be disappointed to know that the movie you're talking about is called Star Trek Beyond. Oh, fuck. Not Star oh, Trek no. Discovery, oh. which is a TV series that's on Netflix. It is, which is brilliant, and I've now called <laughs> Discovery Beyond and Beyond Discovery. Oh, it's, to my family, I... Live long and prosper. <laughs> oh, I just, I don't, I haven't laminated my nerd card enough. Like it's just, I want to be. Look, you, you, you've been a busy man. I'm going to let you off. But um, the whole Patrick Steele thing, I think, is really cool. The fact that they're they're not rebooting, remaking. They're just having the same character two decades later. So it'll be a bit like That's what he did with great. Logan. He'd, yeah, I think so. Just, I think it'll be, be cool. Old. He's going to be older. You would assume that maybe he might be in some kind of an ambassador sort of role. Admiral. Admiral Jean Could Luke. be Admiral. Yeah, could but be. But why would they... Why, so there's got to be... I, I'm really interested to find out why they're going to get him back in the ring. don't know. I mean, look, is he going to be a captain? Like on a ship, is he going to be in charge of an armada, for instance? I mean, or is he going to be someone that is actually retired? Yeah. And is living somewhere on a planet and gets involved in some kind of crusade. Oh, some sort of sh- So a new Star Trek crew find him and he helps them... Maybe. ...do something. I hope... Because there were so many good characters in that as well. Uh, the the series itself was great. Yeah. Everyone from... Well, Troy was in there. So that's Deanna, always yes, there you go. And, and look, she was a, a hot piece of Star Trek. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Data. Um yeah, Data was fantastic. Worf was amazing. Exactly. Uh, Jonathan Franks. Is it Franks or Frakes? Don't know. Franks. Not sure. But um, as number two. Yes. Um, who, whenever he sat down on a chair, always put his leg over the chair. I think we may have discussed this one a while back. <laughs> um, if the Raiders have not seen this, even if you're not a Star Trek person, just um, probably Google um, Jonathan Franks, Star Trek, um, sitting down. Yeah, Riker, I think, is the word you're after as well. Oh, Riker, Riker, Riker's probably the easiest one, yeah. Um, but 
It's just so funny. Because I don't think he even realised himself he was doing it half the time. <laughs> he just steps over the chair to sit down. And I, I never noticed it watching the entire series, but when you watch about a, a dozen or 15 of these in one little snippet. Yes. So funny. <laughs> so funny. I loved it. It'll be interesting, though, because the Wharf makeup from Wharf is very different to the Discovery makeup of Klingons. You know, the new makeup for Klingons is, is extreme. It's incredibly different to what it used to yeah, be. Yeah, Worf just looks like a rubber mask, whereas <laughs> well, it looks yeah. Look, and but the the new stuff is is epic. So they look they look punishing. They look yeah. if look. I I think that for me, I would get this if if one of those Klingons, the new Klingons, were walking up towards me on the street. So if I'm just walking <laughs> back from the pub, <laughs> two in the morning. Yeah, two in the morning down um, down Burke Street. Oh, ah. Right, I've just come back from uh, from ACDC Lane. Yes. Just cruise along, come down, and there's a Klingon just casually strolling towards me with a bit of swagger. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon I'm possibly going to change sides of the, and go on the other side of the road. I reckon it'd be the same feeling um, of a woman walking by herself and a man walking towards him in a dark street at about two in the morning. I reckon that's how I'd feel if a Klingon was coming at me. But your reaction would be different than if you were at Supernova and that same Klingon was walking past you. You'd be going, can oh, I get a selfie? <laughs> I will be up for a selfie. <laughs> it's just context. Nothing oh, has context. changed except true. your perspective. Yep, that's exactly true. I remember there was one night in Melbourne years ago. Um, geez, I think I might have been with Grant Howe at the time. Howie. Howie. Who um, the roadies would have listened to Howie speak before. Who's very keen to come back and do another podcast, by the way. Um, I we'll, just, we'll let that one lie for a while. I don't know whether the roadies are ready for it yet. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for it yet. Um, but I remember um, he'd gone off. I ended up um, kind of semi-hooking up with some strange lass. Oh, hello. And I ended up leaving this room this hotel and come out. I knew I had to walk a certain direction to where I needed to be to get back to my hotel. Yes. And I've just kind of looked up, cool, I can cut through there. So I've cut through this alleyway and I'm walking along and I had that realisation that is very frightening when you get halfway through this alley. Yes. That you suddenly realise that you're in a a dark alleyway that probably goes for 150 metres. Yes. A place you don't know with all these little door alcoves. Yes. Intoxicated. And you start thinking, the intoxicated, and you suddenly have that moment of, I've come too far to go back. Oh. I just need to strut now and walk as though no one's going to take me on. Yes. Just in case there's someone just sitting here waiting for some drunken dick. Yes. To walk down here and smack them on the back of the head and take their wallet and bugger off. And I must admit, when I finally got out the end of this and back onto the street again, yes. I realised that I've been holding my breath for about two minutes. <laughs> I was scared shitless because I suddenly I had that moment of, fuck, where have I walked into? Yeah, true. Because it was just a little shortcut. And then I suddenly realized that this is really stupid, Troy. What have you done? Even while I was drunk, it was still a moment of realization of this is not good. <laughs> and that shortcut that you took at two o'clock in the afternoon in broad daylight, stone cold sober, that's fine. Wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> Three in the morning, half cut and all the lights are out. That's a different shortcut. Oh, isn't it ever? The the advantage yeah. that you do have though is you're what six two. Yeah, six one six two. Six one yeah. six two. Yeah, in, six two in heels. So <laughs> <laughs> early on weekends. 
Um, you're not, an, you you wouldn't be considered an easy target. No, uh, hence the reason why I just went, okay, you just got to uh, stand straight, strut it out, and just look as though you have got no fear. But that said, so... Be the lion. Be the lion, Troy. <laughs> grr, grr. <laughs> it's, it's not quite the lion you, I was after. You're a pussycat. Show me your ears. Sexy lion. Purr. <laughs> I wish they could see you right now. Actually, then again, they're probably very happy they can't. <laughs> or is it more Can like I just point meow. out, Rody said, um, I am looking at Joe doing this at the moment, and he does have clothing on. Just want to make sure everyone's aware of this. Just. <laughs> well, I-, I can only see from like the chest up, so. Uh, Pants off Monday. Yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> um, but that's it. When I first moved to Melbourne, I. I was doing sound and lighting, and I worked on a Saturday night. You're going to say sound of music. <laughs> oh, I wish. Hills <laughs> uh, are alive. Exactly. Speaking of Germans, no. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I I was working as a lighting engineer for a seventies eighties band called the Funk and Groovers, and they had a gig in Southbank, and that gig went for about eighteen months. Every Saturday night, we they played from about eight pm to all around about 11, 12 o'clock, and then people would go out to the clubs afterwards. So by the time we finished loading out, it was around about 1 or 2 in the morning. Now, I would have been... I would have only been about 65 kilos at that stage. Like, I was... There was nothing of me. Dressed all in black, as as you do in that particular thing. No taxi driver in Melbourne on a Saturday night, Sunday morning, is picking up a lone rider... Um, who looks like a method? <laughs> who looks like a method? Because I had this pasty white skin, and so just imagine a skinny pasty white dude wearing all black. Bum, no one's picking you up, dude. Bum bag <laughs> and a bum bag. bag. Love my bum bag. Yeah, that's, that's to keep your gear in. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> Magawi. You chasing? You chasing? No, mate. I'm not Jason. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, so so I. I couldn't get catch taxi, so I used to wait until the trams started. And the trams wouldn't start till 6am in the morning. So I generally had about four hours to kill. So I would walk from South Bank, for those who know, to past Burke Street. There was a little pancake parlour off Market Lane. So it was probably about four blocks one way and about six blocks the other way. And believe it or not, when you look ferrety, and dressed in black, Ferity. and and you look like you're probably on the galley, and you've got you know things that are stabby in your pocket. No one bothers you, and so I used <laughs> to sit in this pancake parlour because at three a.m. in the morning they would do their bottomless cup of coffee. So you buy one, uh. and until six a.m. you can keep on refilling it for free. At about five a.m., that's when the local goth club, or four a.m. is when the local goth club would pour out. And they would all come into the pancake parlour for their morning breakfast and, and coffee. And so I fitted in. I had the pasty white skin. I was dressed in black. Over a course of a couple of months, I made a few friends. And they actually had a chess set in there. So I used to sit there and play chess with the goth clubbies until um, until tram started to run on time. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, had the, I, I know what you mean by walking through and kind of feeling a bit nervous. But um, I think when you look sketchier than everybody else... 
people tend to leave you alone. Yeah, they'll go for an easier target. <clears throat> I was definitely an easy target. I couldn't get my way out of a wet paper bag. But um, Yeah, but you could be one of those, though, that people are going to think, oh, you could be one of those guys that just goes fucking crazy. And the red hair, that's that's generally, whoa. Well, you never know what's going to happen with that. Yeah, that's... Don't touch that shit. No. So there you go. Don't take on crazy. <laughs> Rule one: Don't mess with crazy. Now, is that we know that's crazy rules? Is that what you had? Is that what you were? You are you were doing your singing, weren't you? Yeah, because that's where it all come from. So <laughs> to roundabout. So I was going to tell you initially that I'd had all this fun and I was doing this Star Trek, and, but I couldn't tell you that because I was going to bring out Patrick Stewart. Ah. And if I did, did the blah, 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 if I told you that I was singing the song, then he'd be like, why are you singing a Star Trek song? And it was going <laughs> to obviously point me towards the fact that I was going to do that. So I waited. Oh, excellent. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's actually an exciting story. It is. But I actually, I actually had a lot of fun. I suddenly realized how much fun this audio gear is because you don't even need to be someone with talent. You can still have fun. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of stuff that you can do. So I'd really like it if you could re-sing that night and I'll play that for the roadies. Right, we'll, we'll see what we can do. And we'll put some effects through it and we'll make you sound like you're in a big cavern or something like that. For those who actually haven't heard Star Trek, it would have oh. been a song, I reckon, the early 90s. Yes. It's just funny. It really is. Um, another song that's funny that I played to someone at work who had never heard it before is uh, Cows With Guns. <laughs> Cows With Guns. <laughs> That is one of the stupidest, silliest, funniest songs yes. that's ever been released, I think. And it was so much fun watching someone hear it for the first time again. How can they watch it? Because I haven't the... seen that for a very long time. Oh, you watching someone for the first time? Yeah, listen to watching it. someone else have their first time listening to Cows With Guns. Yes. Yeah, that's just, oh, just seeing that bit of a grin of, this is so stupid, but I like it. <laughs> it's up there with the Who the who Farted song, the Vaughns. I mean, the Vaughns. Yeah, there's, there's been some great silly songs over the time. And you don't get that much anymore with your Tay Tays and your Ed Sheerans and whatever. You don't get the, the comedic one hit wonder that's never going to, like, there's n- little to no musical talent. Um, it's just about writing a completely stupid song to entertain people. I think they now go to YouTube. Yeah, I think that's right. It, it doesn't come out as a standard single. Yeah, YouTube is where it's at. Mm. So, And it probably allows us to have a lot more scope for that kind of fun. But also because there's so much scope these days, it's very hard to find things though. So a lot of things get hidden away and you never see them. Well, when do you reckon the last time Weird Al Yankovic released an album? Weird Al brought out an album probably about six, seven years ago. Well, he did one after Wrecking Ball, which is the Miley Cyrus hit. Yeah. So how long ago was Wrecking Ball? I reckon that's less than four years, isn't it? Uh, Actually, you know what? You might be right. Let me just do a little bit of checking. Because my kids, we discovered um, fat. You know I'm fat. I'm fat. You know it. So, you know, and my kids thought that was hilarious because I played them the Michael Jackson's original Bad and then I played them Fat. And my daughter Ella just thought that was so funny. She was in hysterics. Um, 
mind you, she's like a fucking dog with a bone and just wants to listen to it all the time. It's not one of those ones for me that gets any funnier. After the <laughs> second listen, I'm like, yeah, I get what you're doing, Weird Al, but <laughs> I'm not, like, I don't find it as funny anymore. But I think um, I think Weird Al still making money out of doing the parody songs. Uh, 2014 there you is go. the last album. Dang, four years. Yep. And I'll take, uh, I'll 2011 take a for that. before Woo. that. Yeah, it's... Um, the the one thing I love about Weird Al, mm. uh, and I think this is one thing that you love about Weird Al as well. Yes, is he always brings has a poker song, polka, polka, not poker. Yes, a polka song. Yes, um, and they're hilarious. So basically, uses the polka style of music, but incorporates a heap of popular songs into it. Yes, and makes it this quirky little ditty that's just a shit ton of fun. I think the last. I'll call them novelty songs that I can think of. I think the problem is that it's become a lot easier to become a lot better at doing these novelty songs because you look at those boys at Lonely Island. Yeah. Like when you get um, people like Michael Bolton and <laughs> you you get um, other people like, who was it? He did, um, was it Two Pain? Did I'm on a boat? Uh, T- is it T-Pain? T-Pain. 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 Yeah. And, yeah. you know, Akon with yeah. I Just and they, Had they Sex. Really, yeah, they really are great songs though too. They are. I still keep playing them. And so they're not yeah. the novelty songs of um, <laughs> of, uh, of what you were talking about earlier. No. I, I, Lonely Island are actually really cool. Yes. They are so piss funny. Mm. Now, I don't have a... Uh, I don't know whether I have a way to broach this subject. <laughs> oh, wow. So, it sounds like you're starting off with a, um, don't be worried, but. But, <laughs> well, you don't need to be worried. Okay, that's all right then, cool. <laughs> I think your your lovely partner, Jazz, might need to be a little bit nervous though. Ah, okay. Mm. Right. Well, that, that, that makes me slightly concerned. Well, did you hear about the celebrity split up that just happened? Which one? Let's put it this way: If you think what happened, oh, you're not t- you're not telling me that Gillian Anderson is single, no, because that happened a while back. Yeah, no, I mean people might remember what happened with Fleetwood Mac. You know, there was a lot of this person going out with that person, and it all got messy, and they broke up. Australia's biggest, or one of Australia's biggest bands has had a relationship breakdown within the band. One of Australia's biggest bands. Has had a a relationship breakdown within the band. And quite frankly, their millions and millions of fans were asking what that means for the band. Okay. Look, I'm going to have to just let you keep going on this because I don't know who you're talking about. Well, they're a power couple. Emma Watkins... Lachlan Gillespie. Okay. Why do you not know those names, Troy? I, I don't know. Why do I not know those names? They're perhaps the biggest current performing Australian artists at the moment. Obviously going under different names. No, no. That's their name. Well, they do have an alias. One is called the Yellow <laughs> Wiggle and the other's oh. called the Purple <laughs> Wiggle. 
Actually, I did see that there was a wiggle breakup because they released something on social media yes. to the fans. Two years all over, and that means there's another redheaded on the market. Ah, this is where you're going with it. Right. Emma's a ranger. You really lost me there for a while. <laughs> and she's a wiggle. That's a long way round. I'm just sitting here dull eyes of saying, Obviously, you're not a big follower of the career, so maybe Jazz is okay. Uh, I must, um, what colour wiggle were they? Uh, she's yellow. She took over yep. the yellow spot and yep. he took over purple. Right. So, um, does that mean then that there's going to be a movie that comes out about his life? Yes. That's going to be possibly starring Whoopi Goldberg. Purple rain, purple rain. Or colour purple. purple. Yes. <laughs> I went Prince, you went Whoopi. You did. And I, I didn't pick up, you said Whoopi. Yes. <laughs> but I knew the song Purple Rain, not whatever <laughs> the colour purple. Ah, uh, so um, so she um, she wiggled out of that then. She did. She she yeah, out of there like a hot potato, hot potato mm. in her big red car. Well, look, it's I wonder not who gets be the big red issue, car. Is it? Oh, there's a good point. When when a power couple like that split up, who gets the big red car? Have they got kids? No, but she have they got any little? No, haven't got any little worms. <laughs> well, no, but see, the thing is, she used to be the person. Well, this sounds dirtier than what I mean. It. She used to be the person inside Dorothy the dinosaur. Spoilers <laughs> for those who didn't know. So she upgraded. She went from being inside the dinosaur, yes, <laughs> to being front of field, right, right out there on the stage. Oh well, she's far more talented than most people would give her credit for. She sings... well, you don't put anyone in a dinosaur, man. Well, apparently you do, because she did it for quite some time. <laughs> no one puts baby in the dinosaur. <laughs> That's one of those, it's another uh, situation of picking on the redheads. That's what it is. Yeah, ranger hating. So no one wants to see the ranger on stage. No. Put her in a dinosaur. Well, and then they put the biggest fucking bow on her head. Anyway, so this, the celeb- we'll see people under 10. We'll see how that works out for you um, now that... Uh, but why'd they just... Putting your wiggles to so see you can, anyone can be a wiggle now. Well, it's not like the old days. Well, they're saying that it's not going to affect the band. Quite frankly, oh, so they're going to stay together. Well, the band is going to stay together. So uh, here we go. So I can see this right now. You got a few young boys in the crowd throwing a bit of an eye under ten at the yellow wiggle. Yeah, Lachlan. And, Lachlan. Yeah. He's had too many red cordials. Yep. <laughs> It is. I tell you what. Um, and dude's going to get dude's going to get purple vision. He's going to get angry, and he gets all Liam Gallagher on him. Yeah, he's going to go. He's going to he's going to grab a kid to belt another kid. Like you can just see it. Grab one by the arm to belt the other one around the head. It'd just be. I mean, why wouldn't you? They're like little mini weapons. Can you? See- It'd be just like grabbing a few figurines to hit your other figurines. Oh, look, I. I really feel sorry for the kids, but I so want to see that news article. Purple Wiggle <laughs> loses his shit and beats three 10-year-old boys with a five-year-old boy for making eyes at his ex-wife, the Yellow Wiggle, at at Disneyland Parade. Like, that's what I want to see as a headline. Mm. <laughs> 
You, you can see the current affair now, can't you, with uh, Coldplay's Yellow just playing slowly in the background. It was all yellow. <laughs> it, it would be. It would be all yellow and like it's in slow-mo. They're on stage. You know, they're doing little moves. It looks all pretty. And then suddenly... <laughs> It kicks into purple rain with electric guitar, and he's just grabbing kids and smashing other kids. And it just, oh, it'd be everywhere. Well, because the thing is, there's a part in the song where they have to turn and look at each other, and he looks at her, but she looks over his shoulder at one of the little kids, and he just loses his shit. Yeah, little Scotty. Little Scotty too hot. He's thinking, I'm in. I'm I'm on a promise. Because. She played hot potato, hot potato with me earlier on. Exactly. He's saying hello, yellow. Yeah. They call me mellow, yellow. Because he's dressed as a fucking banana. So. Yeah, she's not mellow now, though. No. She's, um, she's out there to play. Mm. She's a freaking rainbow. Exactly. And once you've had yellow, you never go mellow. <laughs> you never go mellow. <laughs> that's all I had. I, I wish I was smarter and I wish I was funnier, but that's all I had. I actually like that though. Yeah. That that'd be some great merch for the Wiggles now. Once you've gone yellow, you never go mellow. Yeah. And the thing is, he's pissed off because he'd get no merch because nothing rhymes with purple. No, I'm actually trying to think of something funny with purple, and I got nothing. Nothing. Mind you, he's one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. <laughs> Uh, or that she was probably that though. Yeah, probably, maybe. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's that's the wig was after dark. That escalated quickly, didn't it? it did. And <laughs> well, what about the two other guys? Are they guys now? Well, I don't even know. Yeah, Anthony's still there. Oh, so there's still some originals. Anthony, who's the blue wiggle, he's he's obviously got. Oh, look, I'm not going to say outstanding debt due to his. Get plastic surgery, but you know, draw your own conclusions. You are. Yeah, it's, yes. I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. He hasn't yeah. aged in 40 years, so or at least 20. Well, years. He, look, he's got to be pissed. Then he's been there the longest. Um, suddenly, the girl comes out of the dinosaur like a shining diner egg. <laughs> Shane Bray like and, a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and the new guy, purple, gets it. Like blue dude doesn't even get to tap that. What? Well, no, because he's old enough to be a dad. Look, it doesn't matter anymore these days. I, just, I, I think it, but he should have had the cred. He was the, he'd been there the longest. He deserved the spoils. Now there's women in the wiggles. <laughs> I feel sorry for him. I really do. He's been waited all this time. It was probably even his idea to bring girls in, so we could use his wiggle mania, his uh, his wiggle expertise. <laughs> And um and wiggle his way in. Yes. And then young purple dude just comes in and just says, Sorry, dads. <laughs> just shove aside. <laughs> Keep your blue balls over there. Keep your blue balls over there. <laughs> Who else have we got? Isn't there a red one too? Yes. Yeah, Why but Why wasn't it... she the red wiggle? That makes no sense. Well she took over No, see Sam took over the yellow spot because the original yellow wiggle got unwell. He was poorly. Right, and then, yeah, he was poorly, and then what they decided to do is the three guys went, fuck, we've made our millions, and they have made millions. Make no mistake about it. They have made more money being the Wiggles than they were ever going to make being the Cockroaches. Probably wasn't a bad move to move over from the Cockroaches to the Wiggles. No, it was definitely, definitely not a bad move. 
And so here's the thing. So when Sam came on board, all the other guys... So was Sam a girl? No, Sam was a boy. Okay. Yeah. So Sam was the yellow wiggle as a fill-in, right? He was stunt wiggle. <laughs> stunt wiggle. Okay, stunt. yep. See, people kind of got a little bit upset, and I don't know why. The original guys were all shareholders in the wiggles. So they right. all wrote the songs. They all took an even cut. When Sam came on board... He was an employee of Wiggle Inc. <laughs> Wiggle ah. Inc. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, so he was on salary, and I think he, I think he got a percentage of merch or whatever, but he didn't get a cut of the gross. And I think that's what the other four Wiggles are as well. They are employees. Now they're probably still on a shit ton of money. They're probably on you know quarter of a million dollars a year, but. If you're on salary and that's what you're earning, imagine what the franchise is earning. Mm. They are syndicated in almost every country. They have their own thing at Disneyland. Like, that's how fucking big they are. Do they really? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I think they've got a part in the parade or something like that. Wow. Um, And famous people, like famous bands, have done covers of Wiggle songs. Like um, Cindy Lauper, True Colors. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Before the Wiggles were invented, she was doing a, a, a homage tribute song to the Wiggles. It's a forward thinker, Cindy. Maybe that's maybe that's what happened. Maybe Purple Wiggle was listening to a bit of Cindy Lauper and goes as a cockroach. As a no, 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 new Wiggle Lockie. Okay, was listening to Cindy Lauper after he had a couple uh-huh. of drinks. He'd had a yeah. fight. He'd had a fight with Yellow Wiggle. And he's, you know, we don't make our best decisions when we're drunk, tired, and emotional. And then we throw on a bit of Cindy Lauper to help us out of our slump. And she's, I see your true colors. And he's like, you're fucking not a yellow wiggle. You're a dinosaur. <laughs> you're a fucking dinosaur. Yeah, you're like a big ancient dog. You want to be you want to be the yellow wiggle, but I know you. I knew you when you were a fucking dinosaur, you bitch. Yeah, little fucking arms. Yeah, can't, can't reach anything. <laughs> fucking... You would have gotten in Jurassic Park. <laughs> you know, that's what it was. And then she's like, Lockie, you're drunk. <laughs> I'm not a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> you're not purple. And I'm not yellow. We're we're in a relationship. We're two grown-ass people. Oh, fucking, that's what you say now, you yellow, yellow banana, whatever. Fucking rang a Friggin' skinny Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> Get back in your dinosaur suit, Dorothy. That's what I call you from now on, Dorothy. Or maybe that was what it was. Maybe that <laughs> things fell apart in the bedroom because he always wanted to put the dinosaur suit on. And she's like, oh, so I'm not doing of, that anymore. A little bit of wiggle cosplay in the bedroom. Well, she's a, he, he's into furries and his furry is dinosaurs. <laughs> and she's like... Uh, if you I'm, want to know about furries, Radies, go back a few episodes. I'm not doing that anymore. I don't want to do that. You can't make me do that. And he's like, well, if you don't want to do that, they're fine. I'll find another dinosaur. <laughs> I don't know why I've made Lockie a drunk dinosaur-loving furry, but that's my Look, that's my theory on what happened to them. If you if you listen to this, uh, we apologise. Yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah. Um, on the other side, if uh, Emma, if you listen to this, um, shoot us a message. <laughs> Seriously, we'll get you if, on the show. If that was the reason. Uh, that would be so random. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it now. 
should be ringing the suit up saying, who the fuck did you tell? <laughs> <laughs> How do these South Road boy guys know about it? <laughs> it was it was on the... Oh, that's so random. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Not really dinosaur related. But do you know... <laughs> okay. Do you know that authorities have a plan of what to do if they find the Loch Ness Monster? What? I just... I read this an article. This can't be real. And they've got a plan of what to do if they actually find the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yeah, apparently they'll um, take a DNA sample and release them back into the lake. And, you know, treat it as a wildlife sanctuary. Unf- Good on him. Unfortunately, you just have Lockie on the docks masturbating furiously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love me some dinosaur yeah. bloody not this fucking. Oh, come on. Go, come here, Nessie. Come, come here, Nessie. Come here. <laughs> Unfortunately, Nessie. Nessie. Nessie's like, no, bitch, you come here. <laughs> oh. That just. <laughs> Some, got, you know, I often say got really that we weird. end up in some random places yep. when we do this podcast, and our statement is also the fact that there is a uh, no script, no agenda, no fucking no idea, fucking idea. And for a few weeks in a row now, I think this definitely proves it. Oh, there's no question about. I mean, w- would anyone script this? I don't think so. On purpose, no. Like, no, I something on purpose. Um, <laughs> do we have any sanity? Do we have any sanity? Um, look, I did have something else to bring up. Yeah, go. And, and this is a great one. Look, I think after talking about things that are so ridiculous, mm. I think it's going to be nice now to move on to something that's based in reality. It's okay. based in something serious that we can have a proper, decent conversation about. Mm-hmm. How would you feel when you die <laughs> if you're buried in a pod and that pod grew into a tree? People, no, people fucking do this. I know they're called organic burial pods. I came across them this. I, <laughs> not, not like Lockie with Nessie. I didn't come across it. I found it while browsing the internet during social media episodes. Yes. Um, and yeah, basically, so what it is, they've got. It's not. They can't legally do it yet, but the process is ready to go. Where you get put into a fetal position. You're mm. put into an organic pod, so everything around you is organic. Mm. You're planted with a seed, mm. and then your body, as it decomposes, feeds acts a plant. as fuel for the tree, feeds a plant, the tree grows, and then you become the tree, basically, which is a this awesome thing where people can come to this tree <coughs> and uh, <laughs> just keeps going back to, to, the, to the rooting system. Um, oh. So they come to the tree, and it can be like... Um, Hey, Dad. How you doing? You're a gum. Three words. But, uh, three words. I am Groot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, why didn't I think of that? I don't know, because oh, I'm certainly not the clever one. <laughs> That's actually really good. Um, so, yeah, they're saying that instead of cemeteries, these places will actually become memorial forests. Oh, yeah. And all this kind of... Like, I think it's actually pretty cool. The only thing I'd be concerned about is what happens if, with all that effort, mm. um, you know, you maybe you bury your wife, your husband, your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your best mate, mm. and the tree doesn't grow. 
How oh. crap would that be? You come along to this bit of soil. This this there'd be all these beautiful trees growing around everywhere. Yes, and you've got this little piece of flat nothing. Like, oh, for fuck's sake, Kerry! <laughs> you know, you tell me you're a great man. You tell me you could accomplish anything. You're a shit tree, and you're a fucking shit tree. All you are is a bit of fucking soil. <laughs> Grow, bitch. <laughs> You know, like, oh, it'd be so disappointing. Uh, but you know what you could do? You could stitch up someone you didn't like. So say you had an elder, like a, a male member of your family who who was really just an arsehole. But, yeah. um, and, and you wanted to get back to him even in the afterlife. And you know that the one thing he really fucking couldn't stand, the one thing that he hated his most was his male pattern baldness. So you made him a, so the tree you put in there was a deciduous. <laughs> oh, you could have some fun, couldn't you? But I, I mean, oh. I know people put ashes and stuff like that, and I, I, I was a, I, for whatever reason, I think I could, I saw something where people get cremated and their ashes go into, um, a little canister, and that's got tree food and it's got the seed and all that kind of stuff, and you plant that. Okay, haven't I, heard of that one. I wasn't aware, though, you just got put in as a balled-up corpse. Yeah, it's, it looks like a little alien pod. egg. Yeah. Like a little pot. Yeah. But there's, so, but there's no reason why you couldn't just get there and go, you know what, here's Nana. She had a good life, and she, she quite likes uh, an elm tree or whatever, and open casket at the funeral home. There's no reason why you can't just, you know, tuck a couple of seeds in, in there. <laughs> just throw a couple in. Yeah. You know, maybe put some water in there and hopefully the tree will break through the casket. Look, you never know. But look, I, it's actually really cool. I will put a um, a link up to this because it's really interesting when we upload this. And um, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's something very different. Um, it's one of those hard ones, isn't it? Because... Everyone's got that thought of, um, you know, I don't want to be buried as a as a corpse, basically, because I don't mm. want worms going through and I want to be cremated. Mm. And then other people are like, I don't want to be cremated. That just seems like I'm being taken back to nothing. I, I want to be buried as I am and become part of the earth and all the rest of it. Mm. Um, so, look, all these things have their place. Well, what do you and, want of course, they're, they're going down the, the biodegradable angle. Mm. That's what I love about it. You know, we're trying to make it earth-friendly. Give, give back to the earth. What do you want done with your body? I... Look, I've got to be honest, I don't know. Mm. I really don't. A part of me, part of me really wants to be, um, have a bit of a taxidermy going on. Oh, you want to get stuffed? And have it just kicking back on someone's couch. Oh. You know, maybe even with the Xbox controller. But then um, over a period of time, that Xbox controller is probably going to disappear and it'll be something different. So that looks a bit ancient. So I think just kicking back on a chair or a couch in front of the TV. Yes. Um, Yeah, just... Looking great. <laughs> See, I've always thought, oh, I, I'd quite, I, I wouldn't mind having my organs donated because I've got no use for them. Um, my wife, yep, I my, agree with that. I don't think my wife's a fan of that. Yeah. Can I just point out that <laughs> I don't agree that you've got no use for your organs. <laughs> I don't mean that way. <laughs> um, I agree that that's a wonderful thing to do. Yeah, well, because I'm not using them, and if someone else can, then you know, have at it. Um, I think. I don't know whether or not my wife's going to make that decision when I pass. There's also a part of me, I I, I wouldn't 
care whether or not I got my body donated to science. Not that I think it's particularly interesting, but I'm not using it anymore. And if somebody can learn from it, then so be it. Now, well, I probably believe very similarly to you from the point of view that I believe. Look, I believe if anything happens when we die, I believe that there is an essence that leaves our body. I don't believe our body is us. No. I believe this is a tool that we use at this time in our lives. Yeah. So once once we life. once once we actually leave that body behind, then if the body can help other people, I think that's a pretty fantastic gift. Yeah. My my only concern though is you know I don't think I'm overly well endowed, and someone's going to see it and they'll probably just laugh at me. <laughs> so. <laughs> but, so. I'm slowly thinking of myself as a taxidermy Troy. Wow, this sounds like some kind of an action figure. <laughs> taxidermy Troy. Taxidermy Troy. Um, and I'll, I'll just then like just drop the pants, have a look, <laughs> like doing. <laughs> or will they just kindle it and mould it? No, they wouldn't. It's taxidermy. It's taxi- you got to do it as it is. I well, you do what? you? I suppose. No, I you know. know what, mate? If I'm alive and you die and we decide yeah. to get you taxidermy. Yeah. I'll get them to put a little bit of extra junk in your truck. Nice. I'd really appreciate that. So people go, ooh, three inches. <laughs> I'll tell you what, three inches. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. No, I, I, I wouldn't take it. I- well, no, you wouldn't take it. But look, no. at the end, of, that is one of those scenarios where uh, you could really do whatever you want, babe, because I couldn't say no. And I, and I actually, which, I wouldn't be in which, the body anyway. I'd be gone. Which doesn't make it consensual. <laughs> True, but look, but look, if you fuck a taxidermied human, yes, and no one sees it happen, oh, does it really happen? It does, because <laughs> you still got to look at yourself in the mirror the next day. <laughs> oh, that's just a random, bizarre thing that you just don't see. That's, I just hope I die in a, a blazing inferno. <laughs> What so there's no chance of me taxidermying you and sitting in somewhere random so people can do weird things to you? Oh, even like, even you, because I can't see that I would ever decide to be work in a funeral parlor. I think I, I I can't see the joy in that. I would look. I love the essence. Um, Six Feet Under is one of my favourite shows of all time. Yeah, it's a spectacular show, but I don't think I could actually handle the emotional torture of it. I suppose of other people's heartbreaks and that, that'd be the hardest part the, touching- like the bodies would be weird but actually the constant sadness all the time that would get you down yeah I get it but like I've seen a couple of dead people and I I have no desire to see more like generally now when there's a viewing I'll, I'll pass so I I'm not really sure that the people who decide to to handle dead people for a living, I reckon they'll can, just... Can I just throw a little bit of info in, a uh, bit of a disclaimer? Yes. Uh, Rody Swing Joe says he's seen a few dead people. <laughs> he means they are loved ones, I believe, that have passed, not people that he's actually killed and has then decided to play with them like a cat with a little mouse. Sure. We can, we can well, say that. We, we're going to throw that in there because <laughs> we can say at least that. that way, you know, down the track, if anything happens to be like found in a, a forest, in a pod. <laughs> um, Made out know, of a 44-gallon tram. Yeah, we had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Imagine yeah. that. 
<laughs> Your body gets found in a 44-gallon drum with half a rhododendron in there. <laughs> he wanted to be a pod. He wanted to be a pod. <laughs> he puts the fertilizer on the skin. <laughs> and puts it in the basket. <laughs> it's just macabre. You see, I brought this up as a kind of a kind of a nice thing, something different, and now it's become you putting me in a barrel and killing me. Like we're meant to be friends, mother. It's not. It's not Adelaide. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and and next week, uh, next episode on the South Road Boy. <laughs> uh, episode will be called "I See Red." Hmm. Next episode, episode, uh, what are we, 42? Yeah, all meaning a lot. We called uh, uh, Me, You and Ginger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, question. Yes. Is the thoughtful one got any thoughts? Yeah, the thoughtful one's about. Well, yeah, I just, well, I think Thoughtful Troy's always keen to save us. I think he has to because yeah. this has deteriorated like your <laughs> decaying corpse in a barrel very, very quickly. Save us the I don't know one. how biodegradable um, a barrel is with a rhododendron actually poking <laughs> out the top, but look, you know, you've got to start somewhere, don't you? Yeah, you do. The thing that I am absolutely flummoxed over is why the first plant that came to my mind was rhododendron. <laughs> I have no idea, mother. Me either. Maybe I don't th- think either of us understand how no. our brains work, so we'll just run with it. Maybe Thoughtful Troy could shed some light on the subject. Maybe. Better play some music. Done. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. We have our first American helpful person this week. Jody in Vegas. And Vegas is close to the heart of Thoughtful Troy because Thoughtful Troy spent six days <laughs> in a refuge trying to be at one with the world in Vegas mm-hmm. with the bright lights and the lovely ladies. <laughs> but that's another story for another time. Uh, but Jody asks... My relationships always suck. Why are men, why are men and women so different? <coughs> Firstly, Jody, if you don't know why men and women are different, I'm going to assume you don't have children. <laughs> Secondly, you're probably thinking there's something wrong with you, and you know what? There, there really might be. But I think the topic, <laughs> I think the topic is also a question that everyone wants answered. So. Most of us know that the definition of stupid is to do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. But we're also told that practice makes perfect. (laughs) So keep trying and find that middle ground. Somewhere between a frown and a smile is a frile. And that's where you need to be, Jane. Thank you. And bless. Froil! Froil! I just can't. Thoughtful Troy's making up words. Oh, roadies. I challenge you to use the word frile this week. 
Oh, on that note, I'm Joe. I'm Troy. And you can fry all the way to the bank with that. We are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. Star Trek is the Crescent Universe. On the Starship Enterprise under Captain Kirk. Kirk and Spock. And it's also Star Trek Beyond. Not Star Trek Discovery, Joe Mober. Dickhead. Ha <laughs> ha.